91.3 KBCS, Music and Ideas, listener-supported radio from Bellevue College. KBCS's Yukudama caught up with Dr. Alexis Harris this month to discuss the current states of how felons in Washington State can re-register how to vote. Dr. Harris is a sociology professor at the University of Washington and the chair of the Washington State Advisory Committee to the U.S. Commission on Civil Rights. In Washington State, currently, once someone has completed all of their sentence related to incarceration and are regularly making payment on their legal financial obligations, but they're released from confinement and released from Department of Corrections supervision, they can reapply for their right to vote. You're mentioning payments. Could you speak to what that is? When you are sentenced to legal financial obligations in Washington state, generally the clerk's office or a judge will set a minimum payment amount that you need to make uh, monthly. It could be anywhere from $20 to $100, $150. And so people need to make those payments in order to maintain their provisional right to vote within a 12 month cycle. I think a big problem is that people don't know. People don't understand the logistics. Am I eligible now? Did they receive my payment? And so there's a lot of uncertainty. And I think in the face of that, when folks are challenged with so many other barriers from employment and housing and just living, they forego re-registering or even trying to find out and seek clarity. And that's one of the things that the memorandum uh, highlighted from our hearing is that there's just so much miseducation and that in effect is really disenfranchising a large group of people. And so we need some clear, bright lines and messaging in the community, letting people know when you can vote. Also, there's been a lot of national attention on these small numbers of prosecutions of people who thought that they were eligible and voted, but then they're cited for that or even incarcerated for voting or attempts to. And that scares people. So why would you know someone, if they were uncertain, why would they engage in the political process? I think there are a couple different ways that we can highlight why it's so important for people to have the right to vote. One is the testimonies that we heard in front of the Washington State Advisory Committee to the U.S. Commission on Civil Rights. People testified about the frustration with their inability to vote while on supervision in Washington State. People want to be full citizens. Who else should have that right to vote as a subject of the state? They've experienced problems themselves where they've been committed of violating the law. They've served time in jail or prison. Their insight is so important to elect representatives who actually create the laws and run the systems in which have managed them and might control them for the rest of their lives. I think another dimension to this is if we think more historically of the context of who has had the right to vote in this country. People were given the right, white people, men who own property originally to vote and create the government that we exist in today. Black men were given that right to vote, but in practice, they never had the ability to vote because of voter suppression from you know, poll taxes to literacy tests. When you're enslaved, you never had the right to read, right? And so ever since, 1865, people never really had the right to vote. Black people in this country, Native Americans in this country, not until uh, 1965 with the Voter Rights Act. And that was gutted in 2013. And states are allowed to, without any type of federal vetting, to implement so many different tools that are were just as egregious 
in the late 1800s, early 1900s that barred people of color from voting. So this has been a constant battle throughout the United States history with allowing people to be 100% citizen and really have that power to vote and voice their perspective. And we've been throughout this history disenfranchising certain populations. And because of mass conviction and incarceration, because of the ways in which our criminal legal system disproportionately surveils, convicts, and incarcerates people of color, particularly Black people in this country, Native American people in this country, and Latinx people, that right is again being taken away in mass. And communities, families, individuals don't have that political power. And so the part of the voter suppression for people who received felony convictions in this country is part and parcel of our history to remove political power from individuals and communities. And so we can look at it in that broader sense of how this matters and how our voices need to be heard. And why would we not want to empower people whom we need to bring back into our community and support them? So at our hearing, we had the, one of the most sort of prominent, insightful scholars, sociologist Chris Eugen, talk about his research around voter disenfranchisement. He said that about 7.4% of the Black voting age population was disenfranchised in 2016 due to a felony conviction, uh, which is a direct reflection of racial disproportionality in the criminal legal system. So 7.5% of the Black population was disenfranchised. That was throughout the U.S. And in Washington, as of 2016, 4% of the Black voting age population was disenfranchised because of a felony conviction. And then it's projected that this ratio is the same, if not worse, for 2020. So in the book he has written with Jeff Manza, he really finds that in certain parts of the United States, because of the disproportionate loss of the right to vote, election outcomes are predicted to have really changed. Our current administration knows that this matters in moving forward with who will be elected you know, next month. Taking this right away, just as it's been taken away throughout history in different ways and suppressed in different ways, is a power grab. Are there certain resources for people who might want to know more about how they might be able to re-register? Actually, for Washington State, the registration deadline online is October 26th. A couple different web pages, the ACLU of Washington State has great information about Washington voter rights. Columbia Legal Services is another great resource. I mean, just vote.gov is also another place to go to to see, hey, am I registered? Where is my ballot going to go? That was Dr. Alexis Harris, University of Washington sociology professor and chair of the Washington State Advisory Committee to the U.S. Commission on Civil Rights, speaking with KBCS's Yu Kudama about voting issues for the previously incarcerated in Washington State. Check out KBCS stories where you can find podcasts or visit our website at kbcs.fm.